This is Kung Pao Enter the Minute, Minute 31, Opening Frame. We begin on a close-up of one of Betty's pointy bits, quickly moving lower. Master Tang begins a really long rambling speech. I know you seek the Chosen One, and I know what you did to his family. Now, I'm going to beat you up! (laughs) Damn those invisible moths again! Betty in the courtyard, his claws wide open, simply retorts. Do you need a glass of water or something? As Master Tang continues to seemingly gag on his own bile, Betty sympathetically adds, Jeez, at least cover your mouth. We're all going to catch it. In these times of pandemic, we'd better listen to Betty. While Master Tang struggles to stand or even breathe without choking, he clearly challenges Betty to fight or die. Betty, still unfazed by the display in front of him, responds as such. Okay, I'll shake your bouncy booty. Hit it! We cut to an extreme close-up of an utterly out-of-date boombox as someone presses play on tape, playing the seminal classic from 1990, You Can Touch This by MC Hammer. Sorry, I don't want to get sued. As the music plays, we slowly zoom in on Betty, seemingly happy with the choice. Master Tang jumps into a Korean school action posture after the obligatory flailing arms all over the place movements and moves to attack Betty. Betty just shrugs off the attacks as Master Tang is clearly going for Betty's pointy bits. Master Tang managed to get his fingers on at least one of them for a second, but Betty realizes the attack strategy and deflects his hand away. What follows is a finely crafted piece of fight choreography between these two masters, moving and blocking as they try to find and push an advantage. Betty springs off Master Tang, and whilst he's gesturing to retrieve his claws, he asks, What's the time? To which the music responds, How time? A mature man in grey rushes up to Master Tang, holding his cane, and begs of Betty to stop the fight due to his opponent's ill health. Betty smugly regards the plea. As we get to the closing frame, his response is throwing one of his iron claws towards Master Tang and his group. Will Master Tang survive this encounter with the evil Betty? Or is there some other unlucky victim of those deadly claws? If someone as skilled in the crane school can't overcome Betty, then what chance does the chosen one have? If you've already seen this, then you already know the answers. But I like asking questions like this for dramatic effect. Funnily enough, this is probably the first time we've got an action scene in this film that doesn't involve the Chosen One. And still has some digital manipulation going on in the form of the boombox guy. Uh, (laughs) I've made a note to myself to do the research, you moron. And I haven't done the research, you moron. Uh, Steve identifies this guy as Nasty Ness. And despite not being a character, or at least a character with dialogue... He's kind of iconic in this movie for the weirdest way. Purely just being that dude with the boombox who dances in the background of shots. <laughs> He's in this movie like three times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's a fun character. And uh, John Goon 
as we've always joked that he uh, should be playing uh, this character in the future because he has a love of um, of boomboxes. I must admit, if it was one of those things where I could, if I could get away with it, I'd love to cosplay as some Kung Pao characters. Probably never going to happen. <laughs> the character I've always wanted to cosplay as the guy with the stomach plug. <laughs> there isn't really that much to go on with this uh, particular minute. Uh... But I thought I'd at least talk about uh, YouTube and the content IT system because I'd love to play some more MC Hammer. But... Okay, I could probably play it. I... How the current system is, like, there's no real good way of doing that and have some kind of justification. I'm not talking about MC Hammer and his... I'm talking about it now in the context of content ID. I'm not actually review or critiquing it now, so it doesn't technically come into fair play. Even though I'm reviewing a scene in the movie, it's not the central core of the movie. I feel like even if I did include it, I don't think I've got a fair enough... I don't think I've got a strong enough position to stand on to, you know, claim fair use. The irony is, of course, now I'm talking about it, which, I don't know, It's fair use is always an interesting issue in these circumstances. It is aggravating from a critique point of view where you want to talk about certain things and you want to use examples things like critique and uh, analysis are protected under fair use we're still dealing with a mega corporation essentially they don't want to get sued they have to provide a at least a system in place for people to object to their copyright being used without their permission despite fair use, so they can have essentially their own safety net, their own safety bubble, if you will, to protect them from potentially losing billions of dollars in litigation by copyright holders. And we've seen in the past how some people have used copyright to negatively affect people talking about content. There are people who for sure deserve to be taken down like people who just copy movies whole cloth i think i might have told that before but one of the first times i've actually uploaded an episode uh i actually accidentally left like i don't know less than a minute's worth of uh footage on the timeline that was for video and i uploaded the video to youtube and it got content id'd straight away this is one of the reasons for the youtube version i use still images uh strangely enough still images don't trigger the automated system, however, it won't stop anyone manually having a claim. I probably got a stronger case. I sincerely doubt anyone at Fox or O Entertainment will try and take down my video, but there's also third-party people who deliberately claim content they don't own. As long as that doesn't escalate, you know, those tend to be the things where they're just trying to mine advertising. <laughs> Which won't happen for me because I don't have enough subscribers to get <laughs> to get advertising. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> Unless somehow this stupid little thing explodes in popularity, which I doubt it. We're almost halfway through this entire film. <laughs> Not even, I've only got like 40 subscribers to YouTube. God knows how many on the things. But So yeah, please like, share, subscribe, all that stuff if you want to see me get attacked by bots I, I guess i don't know either way i see youtube's point i guess they have to protect their own interests and if that's one of those things where they're able to 
be able to produce or at least distribute content as big and widely as possible, I guess they have to cover their own asses, but at the same time, they're also very vague in their rulings, and there's people who have legitimate uh, critique and analysis who get their stuff uh, censored by people they're analyzing, and people who uh, blatantly abuse the fair use system. So it's, it's a really tricky situation. I'm not siding with YouTube on this, but I'm definitely not siding with the people who want to censor and exploit other people's work. Again, tricky situation. This is a fun minute though. It is a, uh, it's good to see like, you know, Master Tang and Betty having a fight. It kind of going nowhere, but that's kind of what happens in the original movie. Uh, essentially like, Tang's trying to get a bead on what's going on, and he's also trying to cover for... Oh, Jesus, I, I remember the other week. Uh, Seng Chen, the Chosen One, Jimmy Wang Yu's character. Master Tang does get murdered, like in Kung Pao. But that's something we'll definitely be getting to much later on. It's weird, because you know, I've done you know, a few guest spots now, and like I'm used to like these things going for a bit longer, but I really don't have anything to say, and I don't have a guest to talk about stuff, and I'm not getting other people's perspectives, but that's fine. That's fine. We'll just keep going, and we'll move on to the audio commentary. Steve talks about what might have been in this scene. And I still wanted to put a clown in with those guys in the background there. We, we ran out of time and money, but I wanted a, a clown sort of standing back there in that group. And Paul talks about having to manipulate footage to get longer takes. I had about like 32 frames of Betty, like barely a second that we had to keep looping. Yeah, and... a lot of the footage cool. we had to toggle back and forth and Paul would reverse it so we could extend things for lines. And in the What Have We Really Saying section, we don't actually have any English dialogue or anything that was overdubbed. So we don't have an old dialogue, but we do have some examples of Paul extending a scene by, you know, manipulating the footage going back and forth. So I'll play a little bit of it, see if you can spot it. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> we have the audiobook. Betty and Tang minutes are always... Difficult, but I had to go with this one. Okay, I'll shake your bouncy booty. So that is it. I'm sorry for the short episode. I am actually a bit tired, uh, I'll be honest, and there's not really much to talk about in here. I mean, about stuff we haven't already talked about before, so it's... Ah, jeez. Don't know what to do. Yeah, if you would like to support me and this insane project, I go to Patreon and look for Fandom Crossing. I also have a Ko-Fi, Fandom Crossing. I, I don't know why I keep telling you guys about this, because so far, zero money has turned up in both those accounts, but you know, if I wish upon a Patreon, maybe it might actually work. All joking aside, if you enjoyed this, please share it along, spread the word, click like, share, subscribe, hit the bell, blah, 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 do whatever you do. We're on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Simplecast, which is the host, uh, Google, Apple, I'm, apparently it's on Amazon, even though they've never confirmed my subscription, but whatever. There's plenty of other places. I've uploaded this to a ton of different places. I also do the weekly podcast, 60 Seconds to Comply, so go check that shit out. But until next time, uh, the world is chaos, so please be kind, stay safe, and I'll hopefully talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.